That was Terror Squad by the band called Obtrusive, and you're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here on this lovely windy today. And I've still got my radio voice because I'm still sick for some reason. It's been like two weeks already, and I have a feeling I know why, but you don't need to know. My website is punkrockdemo.com, and we're going to play an interview with Anti Flag today because they're awesome, and we did an interview, so I figured let's put it out and. Yeah, we'll have an interview with Anti-Flag, and let's start that right now, and then I'll be back with more music. I'm Jack, and we're out here with Pat from the band Anti-Flag out here in Los Angeles. What do you do in the band, by the way? I play uh, drums in Anti-Flag, and uh, yeah, we're here at the Troubadour, world-famous Troubadour in L.A., uh, behind the Troubadour, and we're in an alley, and we're using a, an Infinity that some guy's going to come out and probably punch us in the face for using his car as a music stand yep so where is everyone else in the band and what do they do and what are their names justin uh, plays guitar two plays bass and chris plays guitar and they are probably eating or sleeping somewhere you guys are from philadelphia right pittsburgh pennsylvania but uh you were close yeah those states they all start with a p and they're yes. really long it's hard to yes <laughs> yeah but we're from pittsburgh so did you drive all the way out here, or how did you get here? Um, we uh, we drove, actually, we drove from San Francisco last night. We played in San Francisco last night, and um, uh, yeah, but it's uh, January 3rd today? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's January 3rd today. Um, so uh, yeah, the truck came out and we flew, because uh, I didn't want to uh, be in a truck driving across the country on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. I wanted to be home with my family to do that. Talk about New Year's, it's like the first show in Los Angeles. Actually, it would be the second show of Los Angeles. Actually, it is the first show in Los Angeles. It's the first show in Los Angeles, second show of the year, 2015. The, the Troubadour is the second show of the year. Any plans for the new year? Uh, yeah, we got a lot of plans. We've got a new record coming out in um, late spring, early summer. Um, yeah, and then going to be touring all over the U.S. and uh, the world again for the next year and a half, two years about touring and records and all you're on this terror state tour right yes uh this uh, we wanted to do some we wanted to go out and play some shows because we haven't been playing shows for a couple months and we thought we'd go and do uh the whole terror state record is in its entirety um so that's what we're doing uh tonight we're going to play the record and then play some other songs that we like so any particular reason why you chose the Terror State and not a different record? To it was 10 years, 10 plus years when we thought of the idea. <laughs> so it was an anniversary. So we thought, ah, let's play the Terror State because it's, uh, it's almost 10 years old. And also the, the real reason is that there's the U.S. pulled out of Iraq and now the U.S. is going back into Iraq. So it's this... this uh, militarism that we've been battling against for years and it's ramping up again and so we thought that it was interesting that these songs that we wrote as a response to um, the second Gulf War now we're going into the third Gulf War um, and putting uh, young people in uh, in the way of bullets and uh, getting people shot at and killed which we think is a bad idea. Talk about political views and everything like that what are some of your Actually, what are some of the band's most interested views in? The band has always been a, a, a stood for, um, and us as people just stand for human rights and that people should be allowed to do what they want. And, um, and as long as you're not shooting other people 
and hurting anybody else. You should be allowed to do whatever you want. And we would encourage you not to join the military because that is, then you become an instrument of violence, and we think that that's uh, not a good idea. Have you ever gotten any negative feedback from those kinds of views? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and after September 11th, there's we had a lot of... Uh, lot of uh, pushback on our uh, beliefs and uh, but that's you know how do you deal with those kinds of things we don't care <laughs> it doesn't matter to me you can I, I can have whatever belief I want if you don't like it fuck off I don't care just if I, if you don't want to hear my arguments and my discussions then there's no point in us talking if you would be interested in hearing the arguments and discussions then there's obviously we all should be educated and, and share ideas but um, yeah, but if you think that you should beat my ass because I think that um, the U.S. should not be invading other countries and in, uh, in taking over land, um, then you're going to have to beat my ass. Very well said. Let's take a listen to a song since we're talking about the terror state. Let's take a listen to a song off of that album. Let's take a listen to Rank and File. Can you explain a little bit about what that song is all about? Uh, Rank and File was uh, a song that was written obviously 10 plus years ago, and uh, it's a song that we're playing tonight. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Rank and File is about uh, just that when you have a belief, it's sort of what we were talking about earlier, when you have a belief... Um, and it's something that you, that's very important to you, that you should wear those ideas on your sleeve and you should not be afraid to uh, find other people who have those similar beliefs. Let's take a listen to that song. It's called Rank and File. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here in Los Angeles at the Troubadour with Anti-Flight. I'm standing with the rank and
Shadow with the rank and file I'm marching with the underground Oh, my black heart worn on my sleeve I'm shadow with the rank and file I'm marching with the underground With the black heart worn on our sleeves
welcome back. That was The Bright Lights of America by Anti-Flag. That was your previous album, right? Nah, that was uh, two or three records ago. Um, they all blend together for me, but it wasn't the last record. It was the one, uh, two or three, yeah, two or three. Yeah, it's, I know it's been a couple years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a couple years. You know, I've seen the video for that on YouTube, and it's got like roller derby girls and yes. all that. What is that all about, and how does that relate to the song? I'm trying to remember the video because it's been a couple years. I remember there were roller derby. I remember I was in a roller derby. Um, I liked roller derby because it was it's women who are not worried about traditional female roles and female values and are... Uh, um, doing things and creating a world and a sport uh, in in the way they want to do it. And so that's that's one of the reasons why we had uh, we did the video with Roller Derby Girls. But I don't, to be honest with you, I don't remember. I think there was an eagle in it. I think there was, a, there was a lot of stuff that was in there. Yeah. I haven't watched I don't think I've ever... I, I'm sure I watched it at some point, but it's been probably five years since I watched it. Come up with any other videos for any of the other songs recently? I don't think what videos have we done lately. I don't even remember what videos we've done. I've been doing this for 20 years. I can't remember what we've done lately. Speaking about 20 years, how long have you been a band? Well, Justin and I have been together for about 25 years. Um, but Anti-Flag, as it sort of is at this moment, um, is about is over 20. It's like 22 years. It was 93, 94 when we were um, getting things together you guys first started how did you all decide let's start this band called anti-flag and how did you come up with the name anti-flag well uh, justin and i were um anti-flag really we played shows as anti-flag in like 2000 or in 1988 um and uh, but that was with a whole bunch of different other people but the reason why we came up with the name anti-flag is because um in that time in the late 80s early 90s mid 80s late 80s um punk rock was there was a lot of nationalism in punk rock and we thought that that was uh antith antithesis to punk rock because we felt as though punk rock should be about um tearing down the status quo and we felt as though that nationalistic bent was reinforcing the status quo and uh so we came up with the name anti-flag to separate ourselves from the bands who were saying the pledge allegiance at the shows and just rah 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 america everybody america's great everybody else sucks and we thought that was a a bullshit idea and still think it's a bullshit idea so how did you find all the members to be in the band well justin and i um grew up together um and then there was another bass player who we had and he uh actually went to a uh a church group that justin went to when we were young um and then he left the band and head in two um joined in the late 90s um and uh, they've been with us since then, and they were just kids in the scene who wanted to play music. So they joined the band. Talk about Chris. I know he uh, worked with this Russian band, Tarnike. Yes. Do you know about that? Yeah, well, we played, um, when we were just in Russia, we played some festivals with them, and they're really a great band. Really cool. So how did the song, I know you guys made the song God and the Police by them. Yeah, we didn't and, write the song. We yep. they just uh, they wrote the song and asked number two to sing on it, and uh, and he sang on it with them. Yeah. So did they approach you guys? I want to be, or I want Chris to be on this record, or uh, yeah, how did that happen? That. We do that a lot, and a lot of other bands do that with us. They're so just like, oh, this would be really cool if we could have 
uh, Tim from Rancid on this song, or somebody said, oh, I really think Justin's voice would be really cool on this. Let's reach out to Justin and see if he could sing, or number two could sing. Yeah, that uh, that happens a lot within our community of people just want to um, get other voices and other ideas onto a song. Do they ever ask the drummer? <laughs> Very rarely do they ask me. No, nobody's ever asked me to drum on a song, and I'm such a shitty drummer that I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't agree to do it anyway. We did do a um, uh, a song for uh, the guy in the Kinks, not Ray Davies, Dave Davies. Um, he wanted uh, um, uh, he wanted to collaborate with us, and actually, I think number two played drums on it, and because he said, "Pat, you don't want to do this; it'll be take too long." And he said he just did it. So um, he, number two is actually a much better drummer. Both Justin and two are better are better drummers than me, but they can't play bass or guitar and sing while they're playing drums. So I have to play drums. That's the secret. (laughs) Well, I guess let's take a listen to that song since we just talked about it. It's called God and the Police by Tarnake, and it's featuring Chris from Anti Flag. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here with Anti Flag at the True Broad. Let's go, let's 
That was Fuck the Flag and Fuck You from Anti-Flag. We're out here with Anti-Flag at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. So that song is a bonus track off of that Terror State album. How do you determine what songs are bonus tracks and which ones are not? Um, well, there's actually a lot of debate. And actually, with all these records that we've released, there's probably five to ten other songs that didn't make the record. And there's the ones that are on the record, then there's the ones that are bonus tracks, and then there's ones that never got it, that don't have a life anywhere. And so Fuck the Flag and Fuck You actually got some life, even though it was, as I was told, only on some records and not on others. But um, it was supposedly the bonus track, and I only know that because we were playing it on the Terror State show tonight. So they told me that that was on that record, so we're playing it tonight. Now everyone has a copy or can yeah, hear that song yeah. if they have if a copy. Your, your copy of Terror State, call, tie, uh, email AF Records and tell them to fuck off and they'll send you a <laughs> digital download, I guess. I don't know where you get it. You can have it for free. I don't care. Yeah, talk about AF Records and everything. You're all currently on what label? Right now we don't have a record label. Um, we're, uh, the new record is going to come out in the spring, but we haven't figured out exactly what's going to come out on yet. Um, we're probably not going to do it on AF Records because it's really hard to do all the things that you need to do to release a record and be on tour all the time um, playing music. So, um, but we do really love putting out uh, music, and uh, and the record label is a is a great way of um, being a part of other people's music without um, having to create it all the time. And uh, there's some really great bands that. Uh, the new band that um, uh, we have is Homeless Gospel Choir. It's uh, just a guy and a guitar. Um, it's really great stuff. Um, and then we have uh, World Scariest Police Chases, which is another great band that we released on AF Records. So go to AF Records and uh, l- listen to the um, the live streams and stuff to hear those bands. How do bands get in contact with AF Records? Send us a demo and don't be an asshole. If, if you're not an asshole and your songs are good, then we will put them out. So you guys have your own record label, but you're releasing stuff on other people's record labels. How does that happen and how does it work out? Well, it works out just because releasing a record, it, it seems so easy. You go to a shop and you pick it up and you're like, oh, I got this record. But there's a lot of work that goes into getting the record from the warehouse to your hands. And, um, and if we're on tour playing shows to tell people that we have a new record out, um, we're not at home doing the work that needs to be done. So um, we've, we find it easier to uh, work with other record companies to do um, the full-length records. Any particular reason why you guys started your own record label? Yeah, because we, we listened to and had um, bands that are friends of ours who we loved their music and nobody would put it out. So we said, we'll put that out. It's awesome. We want to put more more ideas into the discussion. I was going to ask you, what's the best band you found on that record label? But um, I think you just mentioned it. Yeah, well, they're all they're all great. Um, no, but the Homeless Gospel Choir and uh, World Scarce Police Chases are uh, they're the two latest, and all, you know they're the newest, so they're the most fun to listen to right now for me. Back to Anti-Flag. What's your favorite Anti-Flag song? My favorite Anti-Flag song, because I'm a selfish bastard and an egotist, um, is the song that I sing. It's called Anatomy of Your Enemy, and I don't know what record it's on. Um, I believe it's also on the Bright Lights of America album. No? It's, no? Uh, it's before that, I think. Mobilize? Right. <laughs> I have no idea. 
I have no idea. It came out at some point in the last 20 years. Um, but it's a song that I wrote and um, in collaboration with the rest of the dudes. And uh, yeah, it talks about how um, governments and how people in power create enemies and how they uh, teach us to hate other people. And um, it was something that I, it was very interesting for me to research and look into. And then um, I've had a lot of people come up to me who have said, I didn't see that um, process. And then when I heard that song and started to look at it, now when I watch the news media, I see that process happening all the time. And when you realize that it's a process and not um, there's not evil people in the world, there's a process of powerful people trying to convince you that other people are evil, um, that you can fight against it and realize that going off and fighting wars for oil and for empire don't make any sense to anybody except for the rich people. Talking back to that Bright Lights of America album, it's like one of your, in my opinion, I think it's one of the most diverse musical albums. Okay. You've got songs like Go West and The Ink and Quill. Yeah and Bright Lights of America. So what are some of the messages or what was the idea behind that album? That one, well, the, there was a lot of um, a lot of empire bashing on that record. Ink and the Quill talks about Blackwater and, uh, and the, the uh, companies that are profiting from death and destruction in Iraq. Um, but yeah, it's, it, all the records are about what's going on in the world as we see it at that time while we're writing that record. And um, Go West is a little bit about Justin and I when we were young, fly, or driving out to um, San Francisco to um, find something, that we, and we ran out of money, so we didn't find anything. We went back home and started a band, or started the, uh, focusing more on the band. Um, so yeah, there's, uh, every record has a, you know, there's a lot of different ideas on each record. So what are some of the current views? current view on the new record uh we've got some songs about um just the anger of uh when you finally feel like you've elected somebody who is going to make things better and then you get your backstabbed and he doesn't shut down guantanamo bay and he doesn't uh and we're still in iraq and you're still bombing people into free and with the still have the idea of drone strikes can make people safer and and all that bullshit um just that disillusion i think there's a lot of disillusion on the new record and today there's a lot of like police brutality this and racism yes. that any yes there's a lot of there's a lot of that going on and actually uh, that uh it's unfortunate but we wrote a song called fuck police brutality 18 years ago and uh because uh, in response to something that happened in pittsburgh and then the um the the Pittsburgh police killed a guy when we were um, younger and it, you just realize that this has been going on for years and years and years and it never changes and uh, police are never held accountable for their actions um, and it's it's a horrible situation and right now the mainstream media has picked up on it and a lot of people are fighting against it but it's been something that's been going on for years and and I'm, I'm, and it's awesome that people are paying attention to it, but the momentum has to keep going. It can't just flare up and then go away. Hopefully, there will be real change 
that happens after these uh, these horrible situations where these people are being killed by police who are using force and violence when a they don't need to be and b they're not being held accountable for their violence. Talk about violence. I know you've got an album called A Benefit for People of Violent Crimes. Whatever happened with that? Well, that was a really tragic situation. Number two's um, sister was murdered. And um, so tr to try and make something good out of a really shit situation, um, we put that piece together and released it through AF Records and donated the, um, the proceeds to number two's niece, and nephew who uh, were obviously his, her mother and father were killed and um, yeah and other and an organization called um, Center for Vi Victims of Violent Crime which helps people um, deal with situations when they're faced with violent crime. It was a completely live album correct? No I, I, I uh, you're asking the wrong question again I don't remember what so what songs are on that one I remember um, yeah, it was a really shit time in our lives and we were trying to make something better. Well, I guess we'll take a listen to Anatomy of Your Enemy by Anti-Flag, since it's one of your favorites. And I guess uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. Ten easy steps to create an enemy and start a war. Listen closely because we all see this weapon used in our lives. It can be used on a society of the most ignorant and the most highly educated. We need to see these tactics as a weapon against humanity and not as We are not killers, we will not be tools. 
fight for your wealth. I am not a fighter. I am a human being. Welcome back. That was Anatomy of Your Enemy by Anti-Flag. We're out here with Anti-Flag on the punk rock demonstration. It's freezing out here in Los Angeles. Is it? This isn't freezing. This is cold, but it ain't freezing. So where else are you planning on going on this tour? Well, we go to, um, we're going further south and further east. Um, and we end in North Carolina or something like that. And then we go home for a couple, uh, for a week or so, and then do some Canadian shows and, uh, yeah, some little uh, show in Chicago and Cleveland. Just little shows here and there. Not a this is we're doing a uh, a short run and then just um, some weekend shows. Just because we haven't played shows for a while, and as a band who's been touring for 20 years, um, if we don't play shows for a while, we get frustrated and angry. So we just have to find some shows to play. Playing Warp Tour this year? We are not playing Warp Tour this year. We'll be in Europe doing festivals this year. How do people get on Warp Tour? Um, you have a good record, and I don't know. It's I don't know how it works anymore. It, it used to work, uh, and Kevin is Kevin Lyman's a good dude, and maybe you can give him your demo. I don't know. I don't know how it works. So, where can people find more information about the band and the label? Um, go to afrecords.com or antiflag.com and you can find out all the information uh, that you would ever want. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about, and you can play this song, you can either play my version or um, the original um, of Do They Owe Us a Living by Crass, one of my favorite bands, a, an awesome, awesome band from the 70s, a UK band. And um, we released a record in, the, I guess, the summer, um, fall, of just one person with one instrument, either their own song or a cover of a political song, and it's called uh, This Concerns Everyone. It's on 12-inch vinyl, and you can get it at AF Records. But I did um, the craft song, Do They Owe Us a Living? So I played drums and sang it, which um, doesn't happen very often. So that makes it awesome. But um, there's also uh, Tom Morello is on that record. Um, Tim from Rise Against is on that record. Um, I think think um yeah there's a bunch of other people that are on there justin and two both have songs so it's a really great uh record of political songs of just one man and an instrument so it's it's an interesting piece of uh of music and art and uh and we're really proud of it so you should check that out sounds like an excellent song to end off the show with so that song is by Crass. Do they owe us a living? I guess we can play both versions. You should play both versions. You should see or hear how great their version is and how shit my version is. But what are you going to do? It's a dude who plays drums trying to sing a song that he loves. And uh, that's what you get. Yeah, only the talented people can play drums and sing at the same time. <laughs> and that's not me. That's not me for sure. So let's take a listen to that song. It's going to be the first version. It's going to be by Crass. It's called Do They Owe Us a Living? And they'll play Anti-Flag after that. You've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration out here with Anti-Flag in Los Angeles. Check out Anti-Flag's website at, what was the website? Anti-Flag.com or AF Records, A-F-Records.com. And my website is at punkrockdemo.com. Thanks for listening, and here's Do They Owe Us a Living by Crass. Don't I fucking know?
This is Pathetic from Anti-Flag, and you're listening to the one, the only, the most important of all time, the punk rock demonstration. Oh! 
That was Sex, Drugs, Alcohol by True Sounds of the Revolution. And before that, we had the interview with Anti-Flag. Now that we're done, we're going to play plenty of punk rock. And today's playlist is a little special because this is the same playlist I played at the show down in Los Angeles a couple days ago. Actually, it was last week, and I saved the playlist so we can play it on the show. That way I won't have to write multiple playlists. I'm pretty sure we won't get through all of them because there were way too many songs that I played. And yeah. So if you want to contribute to the playlist, you can go to punkrockdemo.com and make a request there. It'll not show up on today's playlist, but it'll show up on the next week's playlist. Our show is every Monday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Pacific time and every Tuesday from 7 a.m. until 9 a.m. Pacific time. And the website again is punkrockdemo.com. We're going to play The Freeze now. The song's called P2P. Yeah. 
That was Old McLee with The Answer Will Be Violence, and then Civil Disobedience before that with Fuck the Will of Gods, one of my favorite songs, and then Rudimentary Peni with Nothing But a Nightmare was before that, and then Against Empire with Angel Tears was before Rudimentary Peni. And we're going to play a really long set of music next, because I kind of drew the line in the middle of the sheet of paper, and I didn't want to draw another line through the bottom, so... It turned out to be a little bit longer than expected, so we'll continue with the music with Violent Affair. The song is called The Cockroach Theory off of their newest album, The Cockroach Theory.
Listen to Jack and Fuck Rock demonstration <laughs> from Monster Squad. Jack, you up.
That was The Virus with My Life, My World. I originally wanted to play Rats in the City at the show, except that song started with a really long intro, and then I didn't realize it was playing, so I just figured, you know what? It's too long, and I don't know where the song begins, and I didn't feel like fast-forwarding it at the show, so let's just play My Life, My World instead. And that's how that song got on the playlist. I'm sure you wanted to know. The Crumbums was before that with Falling Down off of their newest album. And then Burning Lady before that with Story of My Scene. Shattered Faith was before Burning Lady. That song's called Victims of Society. The restarts with Independencia. I can never pronounce that song. That song was by The Restarts. And you can find all the playlists at punkrockdemo.com of how to spell that song. And you just go to playlists. Well, actually, you go to the show and then you find the playlist for the show. Monster Squad was before the restarts. That song's called Church and State. And then The Casualties with Two-Faced was before Monster Squad. Now, we're going to take a listen to Replica. This song's called Beast.
That was Resist with Dumb Enough to Die, a nice short song there. And then Sayaka with In Their Pockets before that. After I played Sayaka, everybody was like, oh, can you send me some Sayaka? It's been a long time since I've heard of them, so that was some Sayaka there. Lower Class Brats was before Sayaka. That song's called Who Writes Your Rules, the live version. And then The Adolescents before that with American Dogs in Europe. And then Fester Youth with No High Futuro before that. And then we're going to take a listen to the Harrington Saints. The song is called Sounds of the Street.
and flaming gasoline Until we're clean Two dead police One for hope and one for peace Watching government lies leak into your empty eyes From the TV And when there's history Three dead police One for thanks and two for please In every single town every officer is down All dead police All dead police there from members of leftover crack hopefully we can do an interview with them when they come through town in february that song was called two cups of tea by the star fucking hipsters and then we heard goodbye fairground before that that song's called western gold clit 45 with cotton under crack was before goodbye fairground and then reagan youth with jesus was a communist was before clit 45 and we seem to be running out of time so i guess we're just going to x out the rest of this playlist we'll continue with it next week 
This next song is by Roughneck Riot. It's called The Last of Us, and I'll leave you with that, along with new songs and requests if there are any more. And that'll be it. So until next week, check out the show every Monday from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time for new show, that is. And the website, again, is punkrockdemo.com. stuff they call punk rock well take a listen to these upcoming songs never before heard anywhere it's the punk rock demonstration new music block remember you heard it here first on the punk rock demonstration Six full trucks at this The only end is death 
Check to be unhappy 